0: what's that saying where you're the average of your five closest friends or, Mm -hmm. you know, the people you spend the most amount of time with, um, you know, the hardest part for me when I was growing my service business was, um, I literally had zero friends that were business owners. I'm Josh, and my mission is simple. I teach tens of thousands
1: of home service business owners like you how to grow a profitable seven-figure business. Every week, I deliver mind bombs and systems designed to help you gain mastery over marketing, admin, production, and sales inside your company. Each week, I'll open up the vault so you can finally take hold of the life and business you deserve. There is only one thing between where you are today and where you want to be. And that is the growth you're willing to endure. You're in the right place. Welcome to the Growth Wall. Hey my friends, welcome back to the Growth Wall Podcast. Josh here for part four of a five-part series with Brandon Vaughn. Hey. If you don't know Brandon, where have you been? He, yes, he built a big giant service company doing about a half a million a month. Yes. He sold it for a bajillion dollars. Yes. He grew conquer program and it's, we're helping hundreds of businesses and he's launching a giant nationwide franchise of which I was the first franchisee. And we're doing, I don't know, between 50 and 60,000 in our third month in business. Yes. All that's true, but he's also just my friend and he's a great guy and he's a good dad. And we're talking about
0: how to win in business. Ashley, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing wonderful.
0: Okay. Brandon, you still with us? I'm with you, man. And by the way, that's my favorite metric, just being your friend. Just so you know. That's that's the that's oh, the most important part of it. Sweet. It felt a little sarcastic.
1: So I'm not sure if I'm gonna receive it. It
0: wasn't sarcastic. Man, no, no, I, I felt I just, it. Receive yeah. a compliment much. No, I'm horrible <laughs> at receiving compliments.
1: <laughs> so teach us about uh, community. Think back to your childhood, your community, the good, the bad. Think about businesses, culture. Accountability, calling people out, mm-hmm. cancerous employees. I don't know, your uncle Lewis, who at Thanksgiving dinner tells you, you know what you should do is this with your business. And he's all these voices that speak into our life, yeah, that produce a positive or a negative result. How important is community and business success?
0: Well, what's that saying where you're the average of your five closest friends, or mm-hmm. you know, the people you spend the most amount of time with? Um, You know, the hardest part for me when I was growing my service business was um, I literally had zero friends that were business owners. All of my friends were, you know, they just, they, they had their job, you know, clock in, clock out, complain about their job, talk about how much they hate their boss, you know, all like the usual type of thing. And I didn't have anyone that I was able to uh, like bounce ideas off of or share struggles and have someone say like, man, I get that. Like whenever I talk to try to try to talk to people that were outside of that community about things like, oh man, I just had this really big problem with this, you know, this employee or this, and it's always like, well, at least you're in charge of your own schedule and at least you can do this. And like, they just, they just kind of viewed this business ownership thing as you're just a hundred percent master and controller of your own, you know, everything not realizing that we still kind of get blasted by just as many equal things as a person with a job may have and all the challenges that come along with that. So it just felt very, very lonely, felt lonely to, you know, grow a business and not really have anyone to talk to. And actually one of the first like glimpses of community I had was when I went to one of my first uh, conventions and, and events. And it kind of blew my mind when there was literally hundreds upon hundreds of people that owned the exact same kind of business I did. And I like started talking to them and it just kind of broke my brain as far as, yeah. Understanding that wow, there actually is people out there, and it, it, it feels adult. like you're living on an island when you're growing your business a lot of times. Yeah, it's very, very comforting to know there's other people out there that felt the same way I did.
1: We've never felt alone, abandoned, or in a dark hole of pit of despair, have we, babe? Speak
2: for yourself. Who's <laughs> <laughs> being sarcastic? Well, I feel that as an entrepreneur's wife, I felt very, very lonely. Like all of my friends totally didn't understand my. It was lonely. That's a great word to use is lonely. It's very lonely as an entrepreneur wife. But now I know a whole bunch of entrepreneur wives. And
1: yeah, I think it can be lonely. You can feel alone. Another version of this, or you know, way it can go is you just have a lot of negativity around you, right? That's true. Um, you were talking about God, I think when we were talking about identity, it kind of kind of flows into that. But when you have all these people telling you it's not gonna work, I know when we moved to Costa Rica. I I told uh, our Spanish teacher, oh, you should open a store. She's like, oh, God, that'll never work this. And all of her family, it's like their default was to just be like, no, that'll never work. Fear, fear, fear. And -hmm. they're not being mean to you. They just are trying to protect you, but they can't see the vision. You know, what do you think?
0: I actually had the exact same experience happen with me with my dad. Um, to an extent, I mean, he, he loves and cares about me so much. I have an amazing relationship with my dad. My dad's one of the hardest working men that I know. Uh, he was owner operator window cleaner for 33 years. And, um, you know, one, one of the challenges of me growing the business after I bought it from him was that he was still wanted to know every single day what was going on. Like he was highly interested in knowing what was happening. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't tell my dad, almost anything about the bad that was happening (laughs) because his first responses was, that's exactly why I never had any employees. That's exactly why I kept it the size that I did. Mm. You know, like, why are you growing this so fast? Like, I remember the first, the first budget that I kind of put together for like my five-year growth plan. It was, I remember this story.
1: This is like a
0: hundred it was like a hundred and a hundred thousand dollars a year. I was like, all right, I'm going to grow it. Like 15% the first year and then like 15 the next year and then 15. And then, and then, and then we'll drop down to 10 because we're getting a little crazy. And then maybe like another 10%, (laughs) like my five-year plan literally ended at like $220,000 a year, you know, from what, what we kind of started at. And when I, when I sat down and looked at that with my dad, his first legitimate response to that was Jeepers, Brandon, do you really think that we can grow it that big? Like you really (laughs) think this is possible. And, and my response was I have Jeepers no idea. Brandon. Like, Write I that down. No- We're making
1: a t-shirt to send Jeepers that to Brandon. him. <laughs> Brandon. Sorry, sorry. Keep going. Keep going.
0: Yeah. So it was just, it was one of those, it was one of those moments where while I was talking to him and that was my input was, you know, my input for advice and like business advice was from, you know, a singular source that had experienced one type of thing, you know, pretty much the whole entrepreneurial journey. That was kind of like reality. And that was, that affected me a lot. And it wasn't, it wasn't until much later as we started growing, you know, and again, it was like, you know, man, you're getting, you're getting two, two vans now. Oh, you know, like this is, oh, do you really want to be this big? You really want to be this big, like more problems? Oh man, are you sure? And so, um, it, it instilled a lot of self-doubt just, you know, kind of myself. And by the way, I, I, everything that my dad said was out of love and care and genuine concern. It was not Discourage me or be negative. No, I appreciate my dad for 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 being like that sounding board to where like I had to prove to him extra right. hard why he was okay. So it, it I wouldn't be who I am today without that influence. Yeah. Of course. I mean, same thing with my mom wouldn't talk to me for a week when I started
1: my cleaning business. Wow. And she didn't do it because she doesn't love me. She, but she literally did not talk to me. She was so mad because she was trying to protect me. And yeah. then when
2: you sold it, what happened? <clears throat> She didn't talk to you again. She so was early. mad
1: because I sold it to you. But that's a different discussion.
2: <laughs> Why would you sell
1: this? It's like, oh, come Well, come, because sometimes, I mean,
2: that's, that's good to think about though, that that part does matter because, yeah. you know, some people can't see the grand vision because they're not business owners. They're not entrepreneurs. Well, they're not
1: in it, you know?
2: Yeah. And it's not their fault. It's not I, used their thing. Get, I used to get really angry when people would say, Oh, when's your husband going to get a real job? And now I just feel like, Oh, they just don't get it. And so it used to affect me more than it does now.
0: hmm Here's one one caveat I want to just kind of throw into here because it, it took me a while to really understand this. And especially the more business owners that we've talked to and conquer that have come in and have a lot of these exact same issues, exact same struggles, problems, lack of community, negativity in their life, family member, spouse, whatever that is, is the the parable of, of uh two brothers. One that was a raging alcoholic, completely destroyed his life. And the other, that was a very, very successful father, businessman, husband. And when they interviewed one person, interviewed each one of them and said, you know, why are you the way that you are? They both said, well, my father was an alcoholic. Ooh. And so one person, right. The, the, the alcoholic son brother said, well, that's why I am the way that I am. Whereas the very successful son said, I never want to be that way. So I'm going to change and I'm going to do something different. So pointing outward and and pointing too much as, well, the reason why I'm not successful because I don't have this community or I don't have these things. Like, it depends on what you do with it. Depends on what kind of fuel you use to kind of like put that fire in your belly and go out and just do it. I think
2: that a cool,
0: not a cool story. That's
1: That's like, that's really making me think where, where where's that story from or what, where is that? Is it from a
0: book? Or are you not I sure? I might have heard
2: Brandon say it.
0: <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I read it a long, long time ago and it was something probably in like passing. It could have even been like. It's just a, gold. Cause you know, it's, it's like it's observably thick. true in regular daylight. It doesn't really matter where it came from. Cause the story is just like, obviously Principal. true. Right. Well, my dad yeah. is very, very prone to high levels of stress. He has heart disease, even though he's very, very physically healthy. And, um, you know, I, I have family members that also are prone to high levels of stress, but for me, like I was kind of that one that just was like, I don't want to be stressed out like that. So I'm going to be like super chill and just like really relaxed. Nothing's I want to try to let nothing get under my skin. Mm. It was a hard battle, but you know, it's, it's, it's just like what you do with Especially it. Especially working with someone like me all these years, for sure. <laughs> you've done a pretty good
1: job. So good for you. Now part of community is accountability and coachability, right? being coachable, being able to take correction. Ooh, there's a hard word. It's actually a really good word for, you know, the people that, that I look up to crave good correction from someone ahead of them. So they, they, they they pay a lot of money to join, you know, coaching programs, $50,000 a year or more, and they keep their mouth shut, sit in the back corner and take notes and try to be quiet. And they're already really, really successful. Um, That's a way to behave inside of a powerful community that Mm -hmm. helps, but Mm -hmm. there's ways to not be like that. And like you said, it doesn't work. It depends how you handle it. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah. I think the people that, um, you know, they're, they're in a room full of smart people. What's that? You know, if you're, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Mm -hmm. So being in the community is not just being surrounded by a bunch of people that parrot the exact same thing that, that like you parrot, they don't have all your exact same viewpoints. Like, yeah, you want to be around some like-minded people, but you don't want to just be surrounded in this little bubble vacuum of everyone that parrots the exact same thing. Like get some, yeah, get some, get some diversity in your life. Get some, you know, think outside the box, question some things and, you know, and, and uh, be humble enough to understand that your one single perspective is not the only correct perspective that's out there. Yeah. Think outside the bun. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Is another
1: Bible reference. Yeah. It's a great book. Okay. I know the author. Yeah. <laughs> great, great guy. Sorry. I'm trying to do a great Trump impression, but I'm not that good at it.
0: <laughs> anyway. Um, I think you're impersonating an impersonator of Trump.
1: Yeah. My buddy, Josh <laughs> Fearstein just made this awesome Trump video that was really funny and he's really good. But anyway, um, iron sharpens iron, meaning like, that sounds like a cool thing to hang on your wall. But I think in daily practice, Thank what God. that looks like is pretty sucky, right? Mm-hmm. So you, someone that knows you want to be better calls you out for something or maybe offers a little unsolicited advice out of love. And that that grinding of the iron on iron, it removes impurities. It removes the, the, the bumpy edges. It makes you sharper, right? But you got to receive it, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. That's great. What yeah,
1: about, uh I mean, in terms of community. Okay, so we talked about... Uh we talked about kind of the Uncle Larry at Thanksgiving stuff. So you got like your personal community, then you have business community. Um, what about extracurricular stuff? Having friends. I mean, we have five kids, so I don't really get to do much, but do you think that's important to have you, uh personal time? No, I'm trapped here full time. I, I never <laughs> have fun. So ridiculous.
2: So extra.
1: I leave our house like every day to go on a drive by myself to think True. and uh is literally every day, every day. Cause my wife's amazing and she respects my system,
0: <laughs> self-care yeah. system, I guess, self-care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's important. Yeah. I think be, being in the community. Yeah. It's like, um, also giving yourself that me time, that me space with it. I think that's, that's super important. I've had yeah. to do that myself and, you know, have, have like very specific hobbies that I carve out specifically for myself. Um, one of my lifelong goals is to be a pilot. Not yes. like professionally, but just you know recreationally. And it's been really, really, really hard and it's taken me a long time to like finish this thing. But being able to go out and um you know recharge myself and make sure that I'm not just focused on on uh, business or even family, but being able to kind of recharge myself on that side. And then also I am an extrovert, so I, I I get recharged, unlike you, Josh, by actually hanging out with people. <laughs> Josh, Josh is like battery gets spent. I think you get recharged at the beginning and then like quickly he's like, okay, I'm, I'm full. <laughs> yeah. My, my That's full. the thing. It's it's not that I don't like people. I have tons of fun, but then it reaches
1: a point where I start to
0: panic. It's more crowds and to, than it is to people. go hide. Cause when you're in like a smaller setting, you you're like super, super fun to hang out with yeah. and you really like being in, involved in that. But I think it's just the crowd side, isn't it? You're right. I mean, you got my MO, you know, all the deep, dark
1: secrets of me. So it's
2: when he doesn't have time to go in the little car ride for me time. That's how he gets his battery charged. So
0: that's mm-hmm. true. That's
2: the system that needs to happen. So he could keep on peopling if he did like a little half hour.
0: Yeah, man. You're not, something. you're not with the acres of Ludington uh, grass to mow right now. See, yes. Yes. Drive, I would ride my the concrete, turn. The concrete uh, jungle out there and just drive around, huh?
1: Oh, there's so many freaking people down here, Brandon. And, uh,
0: I know. I know. I
1: love like the economy of Texas. I love what the state stands for—the economic freedom and all the other types of freedoms. It's really cool, but it's freaking people everywhere. <laughs> I miss the anger, but so we're I talking have, about community. But really, part of community is having a community of one, having time to think, having mm-hmm. community with God, making sure you're doing like the fundamental things. Go ahead.
2: I have one more thing that you guys didn't mention about community that's super powerful. Ooh, is someone. I don't even know what, to, what word to put it, but like someone breaking through a glass ceiling. I know that's kind of an overused word, but like, I remember the first time you met somebody who was having, how much were they making a year?
1: The very it- first mind boggling one to me was way back on the forums with Kevin Dabrowski. He had a $30,000 a month and I thought he was just a bold faced liar. Mm. Yeah.
2: But
0: just
1: having, <laughs> broke my having brain.
2: people in your community that are actually doing really big things that challenge your, your way of thinking and make you rise up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really powerful getting into a room so like true. with our mastermind with inner circle, yeah. like just being around people who are making a million dollars a day or 000, 000 a million dollars, like, you know, a month month.
1: Yeah. A ton of our actual friends have businesses doing one or $2 million a month. And We've been marinating on that for a while. And actually with the kid war plan and everything we're doing, I haven't really worked a lot the last couple of years have been waiting and strategizing, but it feels like not like a, a thing that can be done. It feels different, right? Because it it's normal people that I know are doing it. I think that's important. And Brandon, you you're part of different groups. I know you just joined, uh, what is it? EO entrepreneurs organization that was called. Yeah, um, and you've paid for different coaching mastermind groups. I mean, I think everyone should always have a coach and be a coach for the rest of their life until they're dead. Uh, you don't want to take fitness advice from me, right? But if you need specific types of advice, I can help you, right? If you haven't achieved what I've done, and it, it never stops. It goes all the way up the chain. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I've I've always anytime I've I've kind of leveled up in some aspect. It's because of coaching. I mean, you know, I I, I have really bad ADD. It is extremely hard for me to stay focused. There will be days where I know I hardly did anything and I wasted so much time. And then when the dinner bell goes off at five o'clock in the evening, I'm like, I did nothing. I, I, this was a waste of a day. And I don't want to like stop working because now I need to catch up for the fact that I wasted so much of the day and it starts bleeding over into it. So if I don't have a lot of accountability and if I don't have that regimented structure, um, I really, really, really struggle. so being being around other people, getting coaches, I, I have a coach. I pay for a coach myself personally. I've always had a coach. and um you know, i don't I don't there's there's no possible way I'd be able to do what I'm doing now. And even even now, more so than ever, now that you know we have this coaching company, which is totally new to me and a totally different, you know, business adventure, and it's like terrifying and scary and exciting, just like any yeah. business venture. Like, there's still moments where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. But like getting that community to get that back in is really important, and I think for CEOs. You know, they say heavy is the head that wears the crown. You have so many people on your team that are always looking up to you and always wanting to know, like, okay, have all the answers for me make sure that you're able to you know, support us and keep us secure. But like, who are you going to and saying like, help, I need help. You know, like mm-hmm. it's just, it's very, very lonely and it can be extremely depressing and, and, you know, so much pressure to have on yourself. If you don't have that person that can kind of help you up. Yep. Pretty good.
1: Well, thank you, Ash, for bringing up all those epic points. Um, <laughs> I think we can land the plane on this one. We have one more part to finish out our five parts. Brandon, thank you so much for all of your time, being really generous. Absolutely. Um, if you guys are interested in Conquer, I mean, we do have some requirements for Conquer. Just so to be clear, it is an application process, and everybody's actually vetted. Like it's not like fake vetting; like it really is. There's a whole giant couple hoops to
0: jump through because
2: because community is important.
0: Exactly right. right. Yeah, it is actually specifically to protect the community too. It's to protect the people I think right now we turn down, I think it's close to close to thirty percent of applicants that come in. Not not just because of community, not because they're but there's definitely some culture fit problems. Yeah, if it's
1: not that. a good fit, we're not gonna let you in anyway. So if you think it could help you, fill out the application. Go to con go to go.concordnow.com, fill out the application. Um, and maybe even briefly, Brandon. In closing for this episode, just give an overview of what they get if they're accepted into Conquer.
0: Well, we basically have uh, three different tenets that we've built into Conquer. The First one being community, um, you know, making sure that you're actually surrounded by people that are all looking to level up. Um, being in the community of coaches, we have actually close to 25 coaches right now that own their own seven-figure businesses. That uh, are not just professional coaches, but they've been trained to be a professional coach. They actually go through coach certification with uh Kedma uh, personally. And then we have the clarity and we have the accountability side of it. So there's weekly coaching, small in small, intimate little groups of four other business owners. Um, we also have a program that we're rolling out called High Altitude that's only for people that are seven figures and, and above that are looking to kind of get to eight figures. And then There's a whole resource library full of literally hundreds of done for you systems, templates, videos, content, tons
1: tons of stuff in there.
0: Yeah. And we have the village and the village is a group of discounts, exclusive discounts with our preferred vendors where some people like our average conqueror typically saves, you know, four to $600 a month. On services they're already currently paying for for and for some people, Conquer's free, basically, because when they join Conquer, they get so many discounts on things they're already paying for, like marketing services and print services and education Mm -hmm. services and software services, bookkeeping. They're paying all that already. That by the time they they add up all their discounts, it's actually more than what they pay for Conquer. So they get in essence Conquer for free. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in in learning more about that, you basically schedule a good fit call. We do an interview. And you interview us and we interview you and collect a whole bunch of business metrics and data on it. And then we onboard people on the 1st and the 15th uh, of every single month. So come check us out, fill out an application. no pressure until you actually get approved.
1: Yeah, not at all. Go.conquernow.com. And I'll see you on the next one, Brandon. Thank you so much. Bye. If you're ready to go even deeper, go to Facebook and search for The Growth Vault. It's a free community with thousands of other business owners just like you. I'll see you next time on The Growth Fall.